Welcome back to Inspired by You podcast. Today I'm sitting down with my boy Julio Cuts, the owner of the Exclusive Studio and the man behind Coach Barker Springer's crispy lineup. Yeah. Um, so what? when did you get your first pair of clippers and what inspires you to be a barber? I got my first pair of clippers probably when I was like 13. Like I actually didn't buy them. My parents already had them, like in the basement. So um, I just started messing around with my own haircuts and just, you know, I started experimenting. And then you said when uh What inspires you to be a barber? What inspired me to be a barber? So I was like cutting my own hair and then like I was messing myself up constantly. So then I just like really got motivated to like fix my haircuts. That way I don't have to go pay somebody to do it. And like I was just young, just trying new things. That makes sense. I was about to ask if you messed up yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot too. A lot. I would push myself back and everything, like it was bad. <laughs> Business has grown so that you've been able to cut like some of the heads of the biggest names in um, basketball and football in our yeah. area and mm -hmm. further. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Like, what does it mean for that? Well, it's it's cool. Like, um, I always look at everybody as like the same, like kind of regular people, like all my clients. And uh, I haven't really took it in like to to like say it out loud. Like, yeah, I just cut so and so. Like, it's. I just kind of like it's a it's another client of mine that needs my service and like and I just try to have fun with it you know and I connect with them like on a, on a friend friendship vibe and and that's honestly like the fun part about it and then later on I could look back and be like dang I just cut him like but it's always strictly business like you know usually the first time and stuff later on we can get to know each other and stuff but yeah it's always business though no that makes for the sense. most part <laughs> that makes sense um how do you typically set yourself apart from other barbers um well most of the barbers like around are, like we i feel like we have a lot of barbers here at exclusive studio so like what sets me apart like well i don't really try to like feel like too different like we all like kind of like motivate each other to be the kind of like one team and stuff which is so good because like we kind of motivate each other so like I don't really try to like use too much spotlight on me or anything like it's just mostly like like we all help each other and grow and motivate each other and you know stuff like that which is pretty cool like I, I don't really get too like in tune with like other barbers around the area too much but like definitely on Instagram and stuff like I still get motivated from other barbers like you know throughout the area or like in other cities and stuff like that. And I know you talked about sort of the team environment I yeah. guess how do you kind of keep your team motivated and like inspired um, so like we we try to like definitely like switch it up like uh go to notre dame to go cut like you know it's a different environment try to get barbers in rotation to like go over there and like let them get a different vibe different energy but still be under the same team you know so when we come back here like we're motivated and we inspire each other to like just do better you know as a barbershop um How'd you end up with your first athlete client and then how did it grow from there? Uh, my first athlete client, like, I want to say like D1, um, was probably like some Notre Dame basketball players that I saw at tailgating. I was just out there partying and stuff, chilling. And um, I just offered them a cut, like, yo, like, um, hit me up, like, if you ever need a haircut. And they actually came to my basement at my parents' house. And so I just started cutting their hair since then. And they went back and told everybody else on their team and they did, the whole team came after that. And next, you know, football came and then football came, you know, like soccer came, baseball came. I'm like, whoa, like 
bunch of D1 athletes, you know? So, yeah, definitely at tailgating is where I met, like, some of the guys with his, you know, if I never opened my mouth, it would have never happened. So. Yeah, if you want, man, if you want opportunities, you got to say something. 100%. You got to plug yourself and network. Uh. Yeah, if I would have stayed quiet, I would have just been. Yeah. The other day, I went home like nothing. <laughs> that's like, I mean, that's a good, you know, tip for people to oh, yeah. work their way into the industry. Yeah, most of I was saying then you were able to probably, I'm guessing, graduate from the basement to, yeah. you know, owning your own studio. Yeah. So like in the basement, it, like I said, like a bunch of like college athletes were coming by. Like it was getting like overwhelming. Like it was a lot. And then on top of that, like my high school friends, um, a lot of coll other colleges in town, like, and then you got townies that live here, and like, so it was just a so much clientele that I was like, yo, I think I need to like get some of the best barbers in town and like work in one shop. I can I could already imagine how that would be, you know what I mean? And so I just took a risk and like leased the building out and try to tell like all the barbers to come work with me, you know. And I mean, it seems like that's been working out for you. Yeah. Um, would you say that's probably one of the best decisions you made? Like, yeah, so definitely. Like if I still would have been in the basement or cutting by myself, I probably wouldn't be, I definitely wouldn't be in this position right now. You know, being like on the business end is definitely like way better. Like I think it's more, people take these a little bit more serious, you know? Definitely. Even with like, um, I guess different, um, avenues or career paths that people are taking like yeah. um, you definitely have to graduate from a certain space and yeah. like, even people that shoot videos like you have to upgrade your camera after yeah. a while like you know like you yeah. have to do yeah get uncomfortable and take some risks yeah. you know you take some risks like if you don't take risks you're not gonna move on like that's what i had to do i literally put all my money into this business at first and it, it's working out so far and i still do you know i still try to make it better i'm trying not to get too comfortable you know no risk no reward exactly um so when somebody sits in your barber chair um you probably hear a lot about your clients lives um and you've been a strong advocate from men's mental health like mm -hmm. yourself yeah um how do we create a shift and open up the conversation so that men feel comfortable talking about mental health well i just like like i'm in the customer service business i would say like so anytime um you know my client walks in i always like got some quick questions i need to ask them like how they hear about me um obviously what kind of haircut they gonna get but like you know how they hear about me um where they work at you know i try to get a little personal but not too personal and then kind of like throughout like the times that they keep coming in like we'll start to have conversations like you know like the other day one of my clients uh mom's passed away like literally he was just like yeah i gotta go i gotta go to her funeral that's why i need a haircut mm -hmm. and i'm just like damn like i need to like you know be there for them like i just feel naturally like so i'm just like damn bro like just try to give them some advice and like try to like ha uh, make them feel happy like you know so i gotta be the one to like definitely think of some stuff asap yeah, definitely because you know it's like they're definitely sad obviously like so i'm just sitting there like yeah um you know, make them feel comfortable to open up. And if not, they don't want to open up, then it's fine too, you know? But I got the opportunity at least to like help, which is great, you know? Understandable. Um, I think too that it, like, as a barber, you're, you have to be somebody that people, you know, your clients trust. I mean, yeah. they say, you know, don't cheat on your barber. Like, yeah. that's almost as bad, like, worse than cheating on your woman. Like, that's <laughs> like, you know, so people really have to 
trust you in a sense. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's important that when people sit down in your chair, they feel, you know, comfortable enough yeah. to like talk with you. Most definitely. Like you can't trust somebody without having some conversations, obviously. So like I try to definitely talk, you know, feel the energy. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm really good at feeling vibes and uh, and just go from there naturally, you know, keep it real, you know, just be a, be a smooth barber. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what advice would you give to a barber starting out, um, about finding clients and growing their business? Like any kind of research helps, like reading books, YouTube, you got YouTube now, like it's got all types of things. Like you can literally like go on there and learn how to cut hair through YouTube. Like, I think it's, it's real now. Like, but my honest advice would just be to like promote yourself through social media. Like that's the most important thing right now is social media. And it's free. <laughs> like you could just post and just it's free. It's out there for the whole world to see. So definitely have your social media on uh on you know, to be on top of it and um passing out business cards, talking to people, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, you know. You you gotta be able to just say, you know, F and just you know, just do what you gotta do. Like Yeah. Spread the word. Uh, so you've done free haircuts for the community before. Uh, why is it important for you to give back? It's cool. Like, I like to definitely see people's reactions. Like, you know, when they get a free cut, like, we uh, we cut out the Martin Luther King Center um, before. We cut homeless people before. Um, kids, you know, back to school cuts, you know. And it's just so nice to see, like, uh, their reactions. And it's fun doing it just because, like, some people really can't afford a haircut or, you know, they're not really able to know what it's like to feel good, like, with a haircut. And knowing that we could do that is, like, why not take advantage and, like, do something nice every now and then? Plus, I mean, you know, the community comes in and they, you know, support you and your business. Exactly. So it's nice. To yeah, I got to definitely give back, you know. People supported me, so, like, you know, when I suck <laughs> and people are still coming back and, like, I definitely got to pay back to the community. Yeah. Um, what are some of the lessons or challenges that you face like throughout your career and how did you overcome them? Um, it's always lessons. Like there's always lessons, you know, every day. It's just like, I feel like I'm taking L's all the time. Like it's just a part of the game. And uh, I just really have to focus on uh, on a goal. You know, I'm really trying to set goals and like I'll do anything to get to that goal. Like mostly everything, you know, just you know, every day just focus and, um, you know, try to stay positive and, you know, breathe and stuff like that. I try to balance everything out of my life, like, especially with the business, you know, or growing and investing, like, you know, on my personal end, just trying to, just trying to become like, you know, the best person I can. And like, it's always something coming up, you know, but it's just a part of the game. I've learned to accept that, which is, that, that changes my mindset because now I'm more chill about things. I'm like, Dang, transmissions just went out. Like, <laughs> all right, what I'm gonna do about it? I'm, I'm, I'm always quick to uh, think of the outcome, you know, rather than spending time like expressing myself. Sometimes, like, what am I like? If I like, for example, my transmission really did just go out <laughs> on my truck. So I'm just like, am I gonna sit here and like, you know, just cry about it, or just like, now nah, I gotta set myself up to go get it fixed? Like, you know, cool. I think that's the biggest lesson of all is to, you know, um, in life it's 90% like or 10% what happens to you and it's 90% like how you react to it yeah. so like the biggest lesson is really just learning how to pivot and move on exactly that do happen so. so I just feel like the quicker I can move on the faster I can just 
you know, just get to where I gotta be, and I mean, that's being happy and like just comfortable, and you know. No, definitely. Organized. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What did you want to be when you were younger? Um, I used to love WWE. Like that was one of my favorite things. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just always like used to like answer that question when I was little. I just want to be a WWE superstar. Like a yeah, like that was my thing. <laughs> yeah, oh man, that's really funny. I I've been asking more people that just to see like how it like relates to like what they do now. Nah, yeah. I mean, I guess your size in with like the sports aspect. Yeah, of it, like... it was the energy for me. Like just the WWE energy. Like I loved it. Like everything about it, and I still do watch it sometimes, but. I knew that wasn't realistic when I was in high school. I was like, I'm probably not going to do this. I mean, you know, I actually know um, a guy who loves wrestling, like when we were kids, like when we were, you know, young yeah. too. And like, he's been doing um, sort of like a, it's not WWE yet, but like yeah. they have like a wrestling, like, thing here. yeah, and he's yeah. been doing those. And I'm yeah. like, dang, he literally like, it was my, my younger brother's friends. So like I seen him when he was like, you oh, know, yeah. probably like five or six. So like, he literally, I'm like, yeah. man, he had every wrestling toy and he yeah, like he's right. living on his dream. Like, that's crazy. So, I mean, you never know. Now you need a wrestling belt. Like, No, oh, we oh, have oh, three belts oh. in the front. Yeah, I, that's one of the first things I bought for the shop was some real WWE belts and I engraved them with the shop name. Oh. And then, yeah, they're in the front of the barbershop. Like, that's, yeah, I still love wrestling. Like, it's cool. That's super four. Um, some of the hardest working people I've ever met um, in my life have been Hispanic dads. Um, you shared a photo of you and your dad um, kind of courtside oh, yeah. at the Notre Dame game. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to share moments like this with your pops? It's dope. It's so cool. Like, uh, he uh, he always, t like, keeps in touch with me, like, you know, throughout, like, like my career and stuff. Like, we always, like, meet up and stuff. But we try to do, like, sporting events at least, like, couple times a year you know and uh it's so nice to see like his eyes like he's like damn we're saying courtside <laughs> like it is dope you know and then it's like i don't know it's just like one of the best feelings ever you know it's just like being with your pops here even with my mom you know what i'm saying taking her to some games like you know it's just like that's something i try to remind myself like always try to you know i, I gotta be a good son and like try to help out you know as much as i can you know that's something that i have to remind myself more you know but it's the best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, what advice would you give to someone looking to pursue a career in barbering or entrepreneurship in general? Um, in barbering, like specifically, I I would say it's so it's it's the best career I know of. Like, you get to cut hair, you get to talk to people, you get to be in tune with things. You uh, you get to get paid, obviously. But like on top of that, like, it's just like learning. Like, I feel like it's like pretty simple. Like. It's set out to be pretty simple, like uh, cut hair. You could always open up your own barbershop. You could always hire some barbers, passive income. You know, you could always move on like that. And I think it's one of the best things, you know. Uh, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship, I feel like it's like, I feel like the whole world is becoming a, like, well, especially with these tax stuff going on, like tax codes and stuff. I feel like it's set, kind of set up to help entrepreneurs, which is like, you know, as me, like for me, I got to take advantage of certain stuff like that. Like, and I think it's some of the best things you could do is just be an entrepreneur for sure. No, definitely. Um, so somebody posted a photo of the Notre Dame football coach, Marcus Freeman, and basically, you know, talked about how his line was so crispy and said he must have a traveling barber. Yeah. And you replied and said, I'm him. Yeah, that was so <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> 
So we're going to play a game and I'll give you a list of scenarios and you tell me who or what could potentially, I guess, get that title or be, you know, I'm him. Like, yeah. Uh, so the greatest basketball player of all time. Of all time? Yeah. Uh, this is a debatable one. I'm sure y'all have barbershop oh talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would want to say at least, uh, man, it's got to be between Jordan. I would say Michael Jordan. Okay. Because if not, we could probably get you like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess probably, I honestly maybe get away with Kobe. I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't. I feel like look, like I wasn't around when Michael Jordan was playing. So I feel like a lot of people are like Michael Jordan. Like, bro, you ain't seen him play. You watch YouTube videos and like other stuff like that. Like, you don't. Really, you weren't there. So I just feel like you know, like other than Michael Jordan, I'm. I've learned to like, like Kobe Bryant and like LeBron, obviously. But like LeBron, it's just like. It's All right, I'm leaving. No, this I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> like now, I feel like he's like on a whole different ball game. But I respect both of them, you know. But I would have to go with Michael Jordan just based off some YouTube video. <laughs> he don't want the barbershop to come for him later. Yeah, yeah for real. We didn't have that conversation a lot in here. People done got up off the chair. Like, oh no, I can imagine. Like, like I'm ready to argue my point oh about my it. Lord. I'm not. Yeah, Michael Jordan, guys. <laughs> um, best athlete to come out of South Bend. Whoa, that's tough. <laughs> that is sport. tough. In any sport. Sheesh. Best athlete? There's just too many. Especially recently. Yeah. I mean the like, bar the bar's getting set higher and higher. Yeah, you it is. I mean, do I go based off stats? Like who's been having the best stats? Like I mean I, when I think of athlete, like I went to Washington, so I I think of Skylar Diggins. Like, that was, like, a big name coming out of here. So I feel like I got to go with Sky. I feel like if you go based off of, I guess, influence and, like, the longevity of her career, too, she probably yeah. took the cake so far. For and, like, you can – we've been able to kind of see, like, a, a lot of years of her being – still being an athlete. Like, you know, that's pretty cool. Like Shout out. Shout out to the fact that you were – you know, like, some men probably wouldn't say a woman. They'd be like, nah, I'm going to go with my boys. Like, nah, yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a lot – like, a lot of names out here, like Blake, you know, Jaden, Demetrius, like, a bunch of people that came out. But, you know, Devin Kennedy, like, it's it's a lot. And, I, and I'm loving to see everything, like, coming out more. Like, it's so cool. But Skylar definitely has been the OG, I feel like. And for sure. The the more um you know athletes that come through this area, you'll have you know more. Yeah. You gonna need more space. Exactly. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> um, best pair of Jordans. Best pair of Jordans. Colorway and uh, uh, number. <laughs> man, I low key stopped wearing Jordans. Oh. Like, yeah, I've been wearing like dunks and stuff, or, like whatever. Ah, uh, New Balances. Um, yeah, New Balances. That's been my stuff. <laughs> oh my lord, I love New Balances now. Yeezys, what? Yeah, like Air Force Ones, whatever. Um, but if I had to go with Jordans, the best Jordans, um, that I personally like, because I like Elevens how they look, but on my feet that I personally like are probably Sixes, and just because they're bulky, I'm a bulky guy, yeah. so like I feel like they kind of go with me, like my tone, and uh, the best colorway would probably be like. The Travis got khaki and orange. It was like brownish. Like those look so cool. Like the khaki. <laughs> That's a random. Yeah, the Travis got sick. Of yeah. Okay. Um, greatest boxer of all time. Floyd. A hundred percent. See, some people say Muhammad Ali. Oh, I mean, I wasn't there. <laughs> Looking like I was. Like I wasn't like, there. Same with Jordan. Like yeah. I'm not. Like I, I gotta go based off YouTube videos. No. No, nah, I seen Floyd fight. Like that was the greatest 
person I seen. Like it's it's cool. Um, best Midwest city. Best Midwest city, Chicago. <laughs> Period. Other than the riots. <laughs> Other like those riots that's been going on. Oh, not like, even seen that. Yeah, there's been riots going on, but like I love downtown Chicago. I like uh, the Hispanic area they got over there. They got really good food. You know, good outdoor scenes, good rooftop vibes. Chicago, you know, good sports. Um, best jersey colors of any sport. Um, I really like the Cleveland Browns jersey. So random. <laughs> what? Brown and like orange and white. I don't no, know. No, you know what? So, so my son's playing like flag football. And he's doing junior like NFL, and their team is literally the Browns. And I'm like, of all I don't know the why. jerseys and the colorways we could have got, so what they gave us. It's so vintage. Like That's so funny. It's I classic. Know. I look at the brown and I'm like. The Browns and the, they're just like, they give me a vintage vibe. Like, just Ohio. Like, yes, they haven't updated it for like 100 years. I love that. It's old school. It's traditional. Nah, it's, I, mean, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I just like it. I don't know. It's yeah. cool. I'm looking at my jerseys. I'm like, <laughs> I like the Bengals one too, but nah, the Browns is pretty yeah. classic. I, I can respect it. That's why you could have went with like basketball too. You just, yeah, right. I just looked up and said the Browns. That's pretty <laughs> Uh, most ins- inspirational sports movie of all time. Rudy. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, uh, work for the home team. <laughs> yeah, Rudy. I've cried to Rudy. Like Rudy's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, we all look to someone. Uh, we all look up to someone, or we end up being that person for others to look up to. Mm-hmm. Was there anyone that inspired you, or will you be that for the next generation? Yeah, definitely some people that inspire me. Like, uh, obviously my pops. Like we we're just talking about my pops. Say like. He's a hardworking man, so, like, you know, he's always showed me, like, not to quit, just to keep on working, you know, but definitely be smarter, you know, try to, like, you know, be strategic, and that's been working. But outside of my dad, like, probably it's t- it's kind of tough. Like, I didn't really, like, like, like I said, I was watching wrestling and just, you know, looking up to wrestlers, but, like, you know, and, like, now that I'm older and more realistic, <laughs> you know, I try to definitely watch, like, uh, other barbers like that's pretty cool like get inspired by their journey uh freeman like you know coach bray anybody like like and my clients i get inspired by my clients too like you know just yeah i get inspired by anybody i'm easily inspired i feel like i could (laughs) i could get inspired quick i mean that's not a bad trait to have to be easily inspired i mean that's what this podcast is about yeah man i like it yeah trying to inspire other people and sort of figuring out like i guess i noticed that like Either we like, you know, we're inspired by like, we see somebody that we're like, oh, like that person inspires me. Like I could do this too. Like, you yeah. know, I saw other podcasters yeah. or I looked up to Oprah, you know, when I was younger and stuff yeah. like that. And I, you know, wanted to be a talk show host or like, you don't have somebody like that. And yeah. then, like, you notice that and you're like, well, I could, you know, be that for the next set of kids or. Yeah. Uh, it's just- no, that's, that's good that people look at it that way. Cause like, you know, at least they're doing something good. Like trying to like do that, like give back to, you know, once they get inspired. But I wasn't really like obsessed with no, nobody. Like, you know, I was just, I don't know. I feel like that's my own journey. It's just like, I want to, I want to be a person that people like get inspired by. And I just have my own crazy ass journey. Like, <laughs> and that's going to eventually be like, you know, I hope, hopefully I get to inspire people, like, you know, no. based off that. I just want to say to the pod, to the people, to South Bean. <laughs> Nothing. Just uh, I'm glad people supporting me. Like uh, I'm glad you're supporting me. You know that's awesome. Uh, I love to see it. Uh, I love to see other people. I love to see your podcast too. Like and 
see that you're bringing in a lot of other people to inspire you know through instagram and facebook and everything um yeah so it's it's pretty cool well i appreciate you yeah. coming on thank you no. for having us in the studio no problem i appreciate you <laughs>